Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you were too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is new backdrop. It is. That's, that's the topic. The whole topic. <laughs> we're going to, I don't know how I feel about it. it you might, know what? We might lose it in the reno. <laughs> we are so giving to our patrons. First, they get haircuts. Then they get, I got a haircut. Hat day. And only some people know about the I, haircut. I didn't notice your haircut. Well, you're a bad friend. Yeah. Um, hat day. Hat they got day. multiple hat, hat days. Week. Hat week. Hat weeks. <laughs> and um, now new backdrop. Yeah. Just drops. So to match the... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's like I planned for this. Well, I actually wore this because I didn't know if I was going straight to our ABBA-themed party tonight where the... Oh, this is ABBA for you. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, I read the description... <laughs> Right. And it said that you're actually not supposed to dress disco or ABBA. You're supposed to dress resort like your wear. resort. Is this not resort wear? It's I don't know. Literally what, a I think crocheted. we might go to different resorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crocheted. Maybe last resort. I can eat you. It is kidding, also it is the Greek colors. Isn't it hot though? No, it's well, kind of. Yeah. But and like, the pants, the pantalons. Well, it's because I was at work. I'm not wearing these tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, You're but I pussy, don't understand. Pussy out. Yeah. I'm crochet just, on. <laughs> yeah, this is just going to be like a little mini dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really cute. Um, so yeah, the patrons get to see this shirt and yeah. this backdrop, which totally. is all very exciting. So if you want this on video, make sure to go to our bio at I Can Explain Podcast. What? what? You always put a little L podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a speech impediment. <laughs> You're just figuring this Being out. Being stupid isn't a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need you to go to I Can Explain Podcast. Click the link in the bio and become a patron and give us money so I can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, our, this week's real topic is Pride 2023. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be a fucking joy to listen to <laughs> is it ever probably not <laughs> is it ever you know what we're gonna do some fun housekeeping up the, at yeah. the front but we do have front some more load serious with comedy and then we can all cry together oh, but fuck. something serious more important than queer issues mm-hmm. who's calling me i'm getting your call too okay <laughs> <laughs> like i just pretended <laughs> Um, you're a little hostile today. I think it's because you're hungover. <laughs> I am hungover. Um, something really serious, more important than you know, queer lives mm-hmm. that are at stake, especially mm-hmm. in America, is um, we. Don't, I don't have a sofa right now. That is really tragic. And I think that is homophobic in Pride Month. It is. Who's giving you a free sofa? Somebody should. Free? Yeah. Why? Because it's Pride. Oh. I was like, you don't think I have money? <laughs> <laughs> well, if people don't go to you our Patreon. <laughs> you are ready to fight. This episode is going to be called Sean's Hungover well, Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. Oh my God. Okay, well, tell us why you're hungover. Um, I went on a date last night. Oh, tell us about it. Um, it was really good. Mm-hmm. He was really cute. Uh-huh. He was Irish. Yeah. Irish. Um, he accidentally followed the podcast and he came clean that it was an accident. Oh, come on. Accidentally. I mean, that's that. It, I believe it. Why I would don't. you, why would you admit to that? How do you, how, why would you admit to it if it wasn't? Cause like, it's not, I would just say I follow it. How do you, have you ever accidentally followed an Instagram account? For sure. What? Yeah, no, I got fat fingers. So like he was looking at the Instagram yes. page and then he followed it. Yes. So has he unfollowed it? No, he still follows it. Okay, because that would be fucking shady if he was like, I accidentally followed it and don't worry, I unfollowed that I shit. I think maybe he he went to it and then went to follow me, but like was oh, maybe still on the Instagram page. Mm, I don't know, but he admitted to it. But he okay. sent me the clip of me saying that I would only date people named Sean. Yes. And then he said... Well, one of my middle names is Sean, so is that close enough? That's and I so said, cute. Perfect. That's stunning. And mm-hmm. I said, one of. What is your other? And this bitch says, Patrick. That is so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Which, like, I mean, it's for those Ireland, of you that don't so... know, Sean Patrick Lusk is yeah. Sean's name. Okay, government name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just give them my and social his insurance. Social insurance number is. <laughs> I just doxed you yeah, right like, now. <laughs> the address you can find yeah, his residence the address at you is. Can drop a free sofa at. Is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean, for the story, we need to know. 
that that's your full name and then this Absolutely. is also this man's full name and you're both little irish yeah which gays. like i honestly think ireland has about like 10 names that yeah, they kind they of just, just put through. in and out mm. so it's not too shocking but i was yeah. like oh, okay one of which is neve neve spelled horribly we w- talked about which this. is so crazy i just so, keep coming back to that like can't get over it some people described why i think it's because oh. there's not a v or something in the oh. irish alphabet there's some, so they so H and M equal V. I guess so. Hmm. There's like something hmm. they don't have a cert. They don't have the same things that we have. They don't have the same alphabet. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I honestly have no idea. But you know what? I do have an idea about now. What? And I feel educated. I feel incredible. I feel important. Okay. Now that I am more educated on this than you, but I will <laughs> spread the education. I now know about Eurovision. What do you know? I asked him because he's a Eurovision fan. Oh. I asked him everything. Is and he I, like recently from Ireland or yeah. is he like, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if he was one of those people that lives in Vancouver that's like, I'm Irish no, and like, like, you're like, you're 7%. Like, shut like, up. Full, okay. full accent. Oh, fun. Um, Cute. I love an accent. And he was talking about how he loves Eurovision. And I said, tell me everything. Okay. And I said, can I first tell you what I believe Eurovision to be? And yes. he said, yes. And he was laughing because he was like, you're going to get this so wrong. And I was like, I believe that uh-huh. it is something like the Hunger Games and American Idol, where each yeah. nation gives one tribute up. Yes, one talented tribute. And they fight to the death with music. And he was like, yeah. that's literally what it is. <laughs> No, so, so we were right. So yeah, so each nation yeah. in Europe uh-huh. puts one act or a band yeah. up and they have it has to be an original song. They make an original song. They make an okay. original song. And then there's like semifinals, finals, and whatever, and then somebody wins. But they're just doing the same song the whole time. Like it's like you're there with your song. And then Apparently all the other nations, some people like one guy, apparently he was like, what's your big broadcasting channel? Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know, CBC. And he's like, yeah. So like in Ireland, it's basically like our CBC. It's like one guy just going through acts and being like, yeah, you're our person. Whereas places like Sweden, right. they literally do like American Idol to get to the person. Oh, so they have a pre-competition. Yeah. So people are already invested in this person. Yes. And I also okay. found out Australia is in Eurovision, what? which I was like, how did they get the invite? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? that's not Europe. That makes no <laughs> sense. I just found out about New Zealand, but I know Australia is If that's not the Europe. case, then why isn't Canada in it? Exactly. So, um, we yeah, could be the next act. We could. And did you know that ABBA came from Eurovision? What? Didn't know that. And apparently Celine Dion competed in Eurovision too. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So that gives it like a lot of credibility. Yeah. Because like some big actual big yeah. time stars have come from Sweden's this. Sweden's like the the one, and they I think they won they like year. always win. That uh, I think the one that has the most wins is Ireland, but they're like they take it this this most seriously. Sweden. Yeah. The wow. Swedes, yeah. The Swedes take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. This is so fascinating to me. Right? So this is like this is not just like a hokey competition. Like for these people, this could really be like you could become a superstar from this. Yes. And also wow. like you're being watched by all of Europe. But apparently right. there's drama this year because there's oh. a jury vote of like previous winners and like oh. famous people and important people. And then there's a like a citizen's vote. Okay. And apparently the person that was the fan favorite by the citizens didn't win. The person that got all the jury votes won. So they think they paid off the jury. No, I guess the jury just like liked them more. And I was like, well, why isn't it just up Mm -hmm. to the fans? fans?" And he was like, oh, well, because people would just like meme somebody in like you can't trust the public. (laughs) Right. And also is that fair? Because population wise, right. Then like, is it, is it not correct me if I'm wrong an unspoken rule that you're voting for your country? I would assume so. So like, wouldn't it just be like the biggest population wins every time? That's what, that's what I would think. So then that's not, I think there should be a jury for that reason. In fact, I think it should be way less weighted on citizen votes. It is. That's oh, why the, that's, that's why. why this person won. <clears throat> I don't think. Why the is first, there drama about that? She's the first person to win twice. 
See, that part of it is fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Like, you did your run and you can just come back I and do so, it again if, you, if they think you're good and enough. Slay the day again. And do they write the song or like the country know. writes it for get them? I that far, but I feel pretty informed, so. Wow. See, I'm so fascinated by this because I know everyone has these watch parties yeah. and they're like every step of the way and they're just performing the same songs same over song. and over again. But they're only, I guess, performing it like three times if there's. That's true. And I guess also it's kind of fun because then you get to know the song and then you totally. like. It's like an anthem. Yeah. Yeah. It's like us in that fucking. Do you believe in for canada for vancouver olympics Olympics. yeah that song went hard it was okay seriously i heard the (laughs) do you (laughs) you can't we were a nation at that time i know the only time i felt unified in canada it was kind of icky actually like we'd like you'd walk down the street and people were just singing the national anthem. I was like, get a grip. Yeah. Like what is going on? Yeah. Everyone drank the Kool-Aid full For sure. on. Yeah. It might be coming back. People are pissed about it. The Olympics. Yeah. That shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Okay. okay I heard you have fun. funny housekeeping. <clears throat> okay. Make me yak, yak, yak. I, <laughs> you are on one today. I, this is, I say all the time on this podcast that like, crazy things just happened to me about like my home right like when we were going through all the renos and like like, literal home yeah my literal home and I don't know if I've mentioned this part on the podcast but we ordered a bunch of new furniture when the renos were complete and we ordered from probably like six different like vendors vendors if you will and Five out of six, we had to return for issues. And like, that doesn't happen to people. Like maybe like Mm. one thing comes and it's like broken or like something's wrong with it. But like every single item. Right. Like without a doubt, we would open, it became comical. We would open the box and it would be like, oh yeah, sure enough. Like big issues too? Not just like a little scratch scratch? No, like big issues. Like they either sent us the complete wrong one or like... You got a wrong item? Oh yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, we got wrong items. We got like completely broken, like not, like can't even put it together. Impossible. Like broken, broken. Stunning. And on two occasions of those returns, the follow-up replacement was also, was also something we had to return. Like it was like this whole saga. It was like crazy. Did you get a wrong item? And then the replacement was also wrong. Cause that would be funny. I got a wrong <laughs> item and then the replacement was broken. Like, are they just fucking with you? Right. Yeah. At that point it's fucking crazy. So anyways, we had this whole saga, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> so then finally we we're like, okay, we feel like our house is like, put together we're feeling good about it and our building had just like a regular maintenance um thing where they go up and they basically change the like hot water valve that's what allows the hot water to come it's something to do with the boiler changed in each unit or no it's like the in the building there's one but for the day they have to turn the water off while they do it okay so so scared for you no this is literally (laughs) like what this I can't, I just can't understand our luck. And I'm so lucky in other areas of my life. So like, I don't want to be that person that's complaining about right. it, but it's just, it's comical. Cause it's like, of course. So anyways, <laughs> they turn the hot water, our hot water is like perfect. The hot water pressure is perfect. Everything. They turn it off for the day. They turn it back on. They say, okay, you can go ahead and use your stuff again, whatever. We go to like, I think Julia went to have a shower first and it's like dribbling from our shower. Like there's like, nice. it's not just bad pressure. It's like non-existent, non-existent. <laughs> like she couldn't even wash her hair. Okay. She had to go down to use the gym's shower in our building. That water was working. Right? That water was working. Okay. So she went to check it. That was working. Interesting. All of our taps too, like, like dripping out, like a small stream of water, right? Helpful. Helpful. <laughs> we had also just the day before bought a new dishwasher and then it wasn't cleaning dishes because the water pressure was so minimal. Yeah. So it was just like fucking crazy. So then obviously Julia gets on like the Facebook group and starts emailing people and being like, 
is it just us? Like we're trying to figure out like, is it, cause this is a building valve issue. Yeah. Right. So like we thought, Oh, it must be everybody, everybody. But then we talked to somebody and they said, Oh, it could be your floor only because each floor has like its own like thing that comes out. Maybe yep. there there's an issue with that. No, we door knocked. Every other person is totally okay. We come to find out that quite literally we are the only ones in the building with this problem. So we, at this point, have had multiple phone call and email conversations with the um, people, the plumbing company that came and did this. Right. They're like basically gaslighting us, calling us fucking crazy. They're like, there's no way because it doesn't make sense. So they think... I love something like that too. It's like, how are you going to argue that I don't have water? Like I don't have water pressure. And in their mind, like you can just tell when you're talking to people on the phone, they're like, oh yeah, okay. Like, you know, in their mind they're thinking we're being dramatic. Yeah, it's like slightly less or... Yeah, whatever it may be. And so they're telling us on the phone like, oh, often when we do these changes, it's like breaking in a, I don't know, fucking hockey stick. I don't know what the fuck they were saying. So like, it'll take a while for the pressure to get back up. We're like, no, 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 no. Like we, no, this is one. We don't have water pressure like it's not like it's a little worse or whatever so they're kind of like rolling their eyes at us like whatever you're like i can't break in a hockey stick because we don't have the hockey we don't have a hockey stick (laughs) or something to break it with like we don't what the fuck's going on here so (laughs) so this is like weeks long okay Okay. so for like three weeks literally i would run a bath it would take we timed it an hour and 20 minutes to fill the bathtub why would you have a bath at that point? Well, we can't shower. I need enough water to rinse my hair. And so Julia would go would Wouldn't go to her mom's, would too? go down. Yeah, it would be like lukewarm. This was like went on for weeks, okay? I can't believe I didn't know about this. I am so even exhausted about bitching about things about my own home yeah. that I don't even say it to other people anymore. Right. I haven't even told my family about this because I'm like, I just don't want to go and like, it's just annoying. Yeah. So anyways, we're going back and forth. We're trying to email them pictures to show that we're serious. I think they, they thought we were like fucking lying and like doing something. You're, you're doing they a sent, slow-mo video. <laughs> they sent people to the building twice to check the valve. And every time we said, please tell them to come to our unit to verify how bad this is. Right. Basically, so you're going to take this seriously. But they wouldn't. They would just go up and check and they'd be like, there's nothing wrong. And everyone else says it's great. So like, basically, fuck you. Must be you, crazy so lesbians. finally, we like, after so long, convinced somebody to come in and check. And the guy shows up and you can tell that he's expecting to like walk in and just be like, I roll like, yeah, these bitches are just complaining about nothing. We're like, turn on the tap. It's dribbling out. He goes, oh, okay. And then he's like, well, you know, it could be that this tap needs replacing. We're like, no, no, because we knew you were going to say that. And we've said this a million times. Turn on any fucking water spout in this place. Like we have three sinks and two showers. All of them. You're telling me that the day that you guys turned off the water, all of these things broke. Also, that's not how faucets work. Yeah. Like, come on. Just, oh, your faucet is dribbling. It needs, is the water coming? There's a blockage in the, in your faucet. Like maybe it's old and it's corroded. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me that you turned this off. And when, during that six hours, the water was off in the building. All of our, all sinks and showers all got um blockage blockage yeah and then um and then (laughs) so he was trying to convince us because also at this point they're trying to tell us this is going to come out of our pocket of course he was trying to convince us that he needs to replace all of the water valves in our place which is going to take him like hours and they made three hundred dollars an hour i'm like absolutely (laughs) not so i'm like no i'm like please explain to me how that would be possible yeah like I'm, I love sometimes like giving them the the room to let them start taking you on the journey. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just to see where it's well, that's what we did. We're like, we're not going right? to say anything. We're going to see what he yeah. says. This issue, and then is. you go, mm, absolutely no. not, absolutely <laughs> no, not. No. That's definitely yeah. not it. So <laughs> I'm just going to restart this. No, totally, because it's like you're also like, okay, I'm going to let you man's. I'm going to let you mansplain for me for a little bit. And then I'm going to tell you why. And sometimes it's kind of nice to like hear what story they're going to get. Yeah. What magical journey is happening. (laughs) And also this is the same company that turned the water off. So they're also trying to skirt any potential like blame or being on them or anything like that. Right. So I'm like, listen, we know that's not the issue. There's no way he's like, I've never seen anything like this before. I'm like, us either. But like, yeah, this is like crazy. So, he goes in and he opens up, he has to open up the drywall. Okay. 
Which again, fantastic because we've just Who had the pace that? planted Get it out of there. Painted and everything else. Sure, open up <laughs> yeah. our walls. Fantastic. Um, and I guess each unit has its own like hot water spout that comes into it. Okay. And he's like, Was it only hot? I don't know. It was only that. hot. Okay. It was only hot. So, anyways, he gets in there, he opens it all up, he like opens up the pipe. Then he um is looking in there with a flashlight and he's like, What the hell is that? And we're like, what is that? And you can see there's a tag, like like a clothing tag. <laughs> we're like looking at it. We're like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm so confused. I've never seen anything like this before. So he has to open up more pipes or whatever. He pulls it out. Sure enough, it is the all those guys use like old t-shirts as rags. Okay. So whoever was doing the valve change dropped their rag into it. And then just sealed. and just didn't say anything. Just sealed it up and was just hoping that it would, I guess, just flush out or like no one would notice. I wonder if that bitch was on the emails. And what happened? If he was like possible. And what happened was it came down and for whatever reason, I guess said, it, it went into ours because it's like there's the main pipe and then there's all the little pipes that go off of it. And out of all the I love fucking it just coming down and going. That one. <laughs> Out of all the fucking units in the yeah. building, it got sucked into ours <laughs> and it had fully blocked it, which also, keep in mind, this is a dirty thing. So any hot water we were getting was running through this dirty nice. t-shirt. Nice. So that's so nice. That, that describes the smell. <laughs> yeah. So literally... Out of all of the fucking units, this happens to us. So did they, it's all And fixed? they were like shocked and we've never seen this before. They better we've be apologetic. Never anything. They haven't been really. They just said, oh yeah, we'll pay for it. But like, no, like, oh my God, we're so sorry. This, it took us a month and a half for this to get changed. That is brutal. And I'm telling the story to tell everyone out there that if you know something is wrong, whether it's with your health or your home or anything like that, you fucking stay on them. Not you turning this into a PSA. No, I, I will. Cause you know why I always, I, my mom is so good at this. She's yeah. the type of person that like, she will not take no for an answer. Like, I feel like so many people would be like, Oh, okay. I guess it is our problem. Or like, we got to figure this out on our own. Like it's not that company's problem. Yeah. My mom has always been so good at that. She's like, no, no. It's your fucking problem. It's your fucking problem. You You're going to get to, you got to advocate for yourself. Yeah. But yeah, so we were fucking, that's my latest house saga. Okay. Now we, it hasn't been re drywalled or anything. Now we're dealing I can't. Fucking nightmare. You need to just like move. That place is cursed. I don't know I'm what the kidding. fuck is going on. We've saged that shit. It's every, like we love I our I think it's home. bigger than demons at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I think it might be us though. <laughs> did you sage yourself? I think we might need to you need honestly. A, a, like a a pastor in there. Have you seen the new um, Little Mermaid? No, it's so good. And I went to a VIP nineteen plus theater to Love. see it. I don't want to hear any fucking kids. No singing. children. Um, which I was really happy that they actually had it playing because. Um, a lot of times, which is kind of shitty because it's the 19 plus and because it's like a very um, small theater. I think right. they only have like three or four actual theaters in it. They, you know, if there's like seven movies playing at a time, they're picking the most like adult ones yeah. to play. So you usually don't get the kind of like Pixar, Disney Disney kids adults ones. are really like hitting a stride though. Yes. Yeah. So I was so happy when they had the Little Mermaid there. And so we went and see- saw it. It was fantastic. But this was so funny. We walk up to go in, and this has never happened before. This is the movie theater we always go to, and we've gone to like rated R movies and like all the you know all the they stuff. They ID you. They ID'd us at the door, Julia and I. You do not look thirteen. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. They ID'd us at the door, and I literally oh, you said, have to be nineteen. You have to be nineteen. I was like a fourteen A movie. They ID'd you. Like hey, little I think it's mess. G. I think it's G because it's oh, Little yes. Mermaid. It's like all ages. They're like, no. are you here with a parent? <laughs> but here's the point. We don't look 18. It's 19 plus yeah. in Canada to drink or in BC. And 18, 18 would Julia's mean... Julia's like 15. And it, so at first he asked Julia for her ID. And I thought maybe it had something to do with the tickets. Like maybe it was a really popular movie. So okay. they were making sure that like Girl, people the, had the right you're on the tickets. Deed. or I, I don't know. I was just like confused. Because again, we've never been ID'd there. And then... He's like, I'm going to need your ID too. And for a second, I was like, do I even have it? Because like, I'm we just walked mo- over yeah. from our house to watch it. And we were, I was like, 
I don't like I'm at a movie and then like thank god I like went to the bottom of my bag I was like oh good I have it and he was like looking at it like I was trying to like do one over on him like he wasn't just like okay yeah sure he was like wait a minute how'd this toddler get like I'm like you're sorry. Like two two children like stacked two, in a trench coat. I know coat. we dress like children, yeah. But like, come on, we're going to see Little Mermaid, <laughs> also. True. Like, but maybe that was it. Maybe there's like a lot of younger people going to see it. Maybe, but I don't think so. Because if you're a teenager, you're trying to get into like the R-rated movies. Yeah, you want to see ass. You want to see definitely. You want to see some, wanna see some ass. <laughs> so I th- thought that was fucking strange. I also have one more. Was that item. one of your housekeeping? Yeah, that God was. ID'd. Well, I wanted to talk about the Little Mermaid movie, but you haven't seen it yet, so no, we're gonna I have haven't. to swing back. Like, I've literally had many opportunities to go see it and it keeps falling apart. Oh. And now I'm, I'm rapidly losing people to go see it with because I'll go see it again if you want to see it. I want to see it. But I'm only going to the 19 plus theater because I don't I'm like children. Go- no, no. I no. love children when it's the same as how I feel about animals actually. Okay. Like you know how I'm not like you a dog person? I like particular animals and you I like, like particular one, children. You like children of your family and dogs of your family. Correct. That's it. Anyone else not interested yeah, really. So I wouldn't say you're an animal person. <laughs> Or like close friends, like if you had a kid or a dog. You would hate my dog. Depends what the dog's <laughs> See, like. Yeah. Well, I have to meet it. I can't say a hundred percent. Obviously my dog's gonna I be like slay. Well, I don't know that it's for wear sure. Little outfits. It's not gonna shed. I can't what make any promises. Like that's the thing. I think people are lying when they say they just like all dogs. Do you like all people? No. Exactly. So I, I have, have to meet it. I have never said that to... I like all dogs. I like cute dogs only. <laughs> exactly. So, I like cute, well-behaved you know? dogs. Exactly. Yeah. So I need and I to like meet cute, it. I need to chat. people too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have one more item to uh, make an announcement, and that is that you all listening to this need to get on my text list. Sorry, I haven't done this oh, in ages, okay. and I need to say it because it's very important to me. I'm very excited because my film, I just... Um, finished location scouting we've got locations totally booked that's sick which is the like the biggest like hurdle we've had to get by so we have dates so now we can start like casting and stuff like that and it's going to be filming in july which is so exciting um so so that you don't miss it when i either screen it in your area or when it eventually becomes publicly available please text me at one three one zero five one zero six one two nine Thank you so much. Also, I if you are on my text list, you'd know that I have a meet and greet coming up in Seattle at the end of the month. Mm. Sean is pissed about it. Do you, Brie? I didn't know that. Sean's going to Seattle Pride, so you might see him there partying, walking the streets. I hope you get jumped. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't fucking say that. With the topic that we're about to discuss. By another queer person. <laughs> queer on queer jumping only. Yeah. How lovely of you to yeah. wish that upon me. Um, Sean and Carson invited me to go to Seattle Pride and I said This is no. the most out of pocket shit I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. So Sean finally invited me somewhere that he's going because as we know he usually doesn't and like with his respond? LA trip and Punishment. stuff. <laughs> so I'm punishing him for all the times that I wasn't invited. Yeah. And um, he's going down to Seattle for Pride. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I don't want to go. Any gapers, I'll be there. My reasoning, though, I think is fair because Seattle. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Seattle Pride is very like separate for like lesbians and gay men. All the events that you're going to are not the events I would be going to. And all the events I'd be going to, you're like not welcome at. I know, but we could have found something in between for one night. And We're then the rest of the time? Nights. And then the rest of the time, what? Day drink. <laughs> you're day drinking at the no, outdoor only parties. only on the Friday, which you wouldn't be there for anyways. We're only doing one day at the little festival. Okay, so I'm going down on the Sunday. Yes, when we're gone. <laughs> I <laughs> we'll made meet sure. at the border. I'll I... egg you at the border. <laughs> Vegan eggs. <laughs> I made sure that Sean is out of the country yeah, like, completely. Like... I'm going to actually wait. They're going to notify me when you've driven back go, into uh, Canada. The passport was scanned. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to say, okay, I'm clear to go. Yeah. I'm going to head down on the Sunday, and I'm doing a meet and greet with Sapphic Seattle. If you want to come, you need to text me. At the number I just said, or click the link in my bio and text me there, and I will send you the link for tickets for the meet and greet. Well, I will also be having a Seattle meet and greet (laughs) two days earlier, and it's going to be more fun and funnier. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to have prizes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the competition of the mean greens. Yeah. What kind of prizes are you going to have at yours? Really expensive ones. <laughs> iPads. I- Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving Win away a car. A car. <laughs> There's like 12 people at each of our mean greens, but you have a car giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is coming from someone that last week said that you would not do a Vancouver meetup. So I said nothing about Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was Vancouver specific exactly, hatred. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then can you get your little arched foot off of my freaking core? Ew. <laughs> Ew. The fact that you're still not making money off of those things I really know. drives me nuts. I know. Sends me through the roof. <laughs> Maybe you secretly are. It's so good for you. If not, shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Pride. Let's talk about Pride. Oh, God. I know. That's how I feel about Pride this year. Isn't I know. sad? So sad. Yeah. I actually... Um, I've been working with this company um, wh- about street harassment prevention. Okay. I've, so I, you really shouldn't get jumped then. I really shouldn't, yeah. No. And um, it's really cool. I've only done one with them so far where I basically co-host... Um, a online training for like street harassment and it's been that's cool which is really cool yeah. and really important and i do have to say that is also going out to the text list and it is the next one's happening on june 7th at 6 p.m pst 9 p.m est i will be there soon and yeah it's coming up so um if you want information on that also text me on my text list and check out my instagram stories at Brian williamson my battery's gonna die so i'm gonna change that right okay. now okay we're back. We're back. Batteries resolved. Ready to cry. Yeah. So basically, as I was saying, I've been working with this company. It's great. I've already done one of the trainings and um, I, I seriously, you need to do this. And I feel like it is more important than ever to be equipped as queer people with how to deal totally with open hatred. And which is why I'm so excited to be working with this organization that is doing these free trainings. Um, it's for everyone, whether you're an ally, um, anyone really, but I think for queer people specifically and moving into pride season, just understanding how to deal when you are being harassed or when others around you are being harassed, because the unfortunate reality, I think this pride season is that it's going to be next level. It's going to be next level. Like, Realistically, that sounds bad. And I know it's like, put a positive spin on it. But no, it's it's not. It's not. I don't feel positive about it. And I think, especially our generation, millennials, Gen Z, are very, and have been, particularly in North America, very lucky when it comes to our experience of what Pride has been. Mm -hmm. It has been. Um, a place where you show up and it really is rainbows and sunshine and very supportive and happy and safe. And maybe depending on what city you go to, there's like some weird eclectic church group that's there with some signage, but they're kind of just standing there at one corner and you can kind of just walk by them. Um, And that sucks, but it hasn't been at least in my experience and a lot of my friends experiences in North America and I've been to plenty of prides LA San Francisco uh, Toronto all over the place Um, Seattle it has felt very safe and very like everyone is there or 99% of the people are there to support you and what I'm already hearing this year is that the prides that have already happened that is feeling like it's not the case and that it is very much more of a both sides are showing up and both sides are trying to be loud about their opinions on queer people. And that's really scary because depending on where you are and how that could escalate, escalate, it could be a situation where you're unsafe and knowing how to deal with that is so important. Well, knowing how to deal with it, but also like some things you just can't deal with, which is like, I think the scariest part. Yeah. And we had booked Seattle pride yeah. and like, I'm sure American listeners are going to hear me say this and be like, no, it's fine. But like, this mm-hmm. is my authentic opinion as yeah. a Canadian person. We book Seattle pride and I have had plenty of second thoughts about it yeah. since mm-hmm. I don't really feel that comfortable going to America yeah. right now. Yeah. 
generally. Yeah. And then to add the like ignition of a pride festival mm-hmm. in America, I understand that Seattle is yeah. quite liberal, mm-hmm. but also you can have guns in Washington. Yeah. And that literally scares me shitless. Like yeah. here for the most part, like there is a lot of violence and, you know, outspoken people around the queer community against the queer community, but it doesn't have that added layer that a lot of guns are so readily available. It's really scary. Yeah. And that's sad. Like I shouldn't have second thoughts about going to the country below us for pride. A hundred percent. Like even here, I'm like, Oh, it's going to be like a little, little scary, but I'm like, Oh God, that's really bad. No, I know. And it's, I've already felt that to a certain level in the past when going to the States for prides, my friends have, again, just being open, have had full conversations when heading down to prides in LA or in San Francisco of like, what's our plan? Like yeah. when, how are we checking in on with each other? And also, and this is so fucked to say, like when we get to locations, like where are the exits? Yeah. Like we aren't familiar with these bars and clubs. Like we are not from here. Like, where do we go if something happens yeah. and where's our meeting place and having those conversations in the past has kind of been like, this is just the smart thing to do. Like, yeah. this is the thing that you do, you know, when you're a kid and you go to with your parents to like a big festival and they're like, okay, if we get lost, like we're meeting at this location or like, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Mom. It's yeah. Whatever. Yeah. This year it feels like this is something we absolutely need to do and there's no eye rolls about it. No. And it's, it's kind of like when we were talking about self-awareness mm-hmm. that queer people are kind of forced to have Mm self-awareness in a big way. Yeah. I think it's the same for safety. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people take safety for granted and the the feeling of being safe. And we, we don't have that. No. (laughs) And it's scarier than ever because I think for a long time, obviously we're not ignorant to the fact that, many people have held the opinion that we are less than or that we don't deserve the rights that we have or they just completely disagree with the quote unquote lifestyle that is queerness um but this newfound for lack of better term pride surrounding those opinions feels like something that's been dormant Mm -hmm. for a while for a few decades and it's something that you know, our queer elders have been outspoken about that. That's something that they used to have to deal with. And, you know, we've all heard it. We have no idea how lucky we are Mm -hmm. in these past pride years where we get to go and we just feel safe and it feels like a party. And we have to remind ourselves every year that pride didn't start as a party. And there's so many reasons that pride is so important. And I think this is for many people, especially young people, maybe the first time that we're really, really feeling that and understanding the severity of that in not just a way that you're trying to understand, but in a way that you're like truly getting it. Yeah. And it's, it's also, it's so hard because I've seen so many posts recently that are like, make sure that you're being like loud and out and proud this pride because Mm -hmm. our voices are being silenced, which is so true. And like we're up against I, we're up against the same opposition. These yeah. people haven't grown in size. No. These people just felt ashamed and felt like they didn't have the power and backing yeah. behind their voice previously. Yeah. They were still there, yeah. but they were more silent. Yes. And now recently they have been emboldened by their actions and by the government yeah. and by all these laws. So they feel that they can voice their opinions. Yeah. They and feel right again. For sure. Yeah. And they feel supported and they mm-hmm. feel like they have the backing of this big group now. Totally. So, Half of me is like, yes, it's so important to be out and proud Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, kind of stick it to them. Yeah. But also it's like there's a time and place because if you are in a situation that could escalate, like do not feel pressure to be, you know, that, that, that person, not out queer. I'm not saying to like 
<laughs> no, I get what you're closet. saying. Yeah. But it's like some, some battles you don't have to fight because yes. it won't end well. Totally. So I, <laughs> that's like so sad to say. No, but it's true. But it's like, I think this pride, that's very important. Like if you see something going on, don't feel like you have to be the one to try to change someone's mind yep. or like hop in the middle of something mm-hmm. because everyone's safety is the, yeah. the main issue. Yeah. And I think that is so important to remind everyone and give everyone the permission, if you will, to protect yourself and be aware that there's ways to stick up for your community without literally fighting back. Yeah. Like whether that is, um, you know, creating support groups or, you know, hosting your own barbecue amongst friends during pride that feels really safe or maybe it's being outspoken online when you feel like you're safe in your home space or donating to queer organizations that are doing the work to make sure that uh, our voices are being heard and votes are going to the right people and hopefully this legislation gets changed getting out and voting yeah you know you don't actually have to be the person physically um, arguing with these people because these people, a lot of them, their minds are not going to be changed, especially from a one-on-one incident or altercation. Also, unfortunately, the danger of this whole thing Mm -hmm. is we are up against people that don't really care if we live or die and think that we're like subhuman and like abominations, which is like a really dangerous thing to be up against. Absolutely. Because a lot of queer people were like, we're going to fight these people and stick up, but like, we have a general understanding that like mm-hmm. people are good. Yeah. <laughs> that we're like, we don't like, we're not the types of people that are going to be like, we're not looking back at these opponents and being like, we want to kill them. Yeah. Whereas like, they're looking at us, unfortunately, and this is like scary and triggering. Sorry, but yeah, this is very fear mongering, yeah, but, but like they don't care yeah, about us. No. Um, and a lot of people hold the opinion that the world would be a better place if like we were dead. Yeah. So that's really scary. And I think that is, um, Somebody to remember, and also something I really, really thought was really powerful when I did take this one hour um, training that again, I'm doing again on June 7th. If It's free and online if anyone wants to come. And I do think it's so important to do. Um, it was really speaking to my younger self when I took this training because I've spoken on this podcast before about how I always felt like I had to be that person that kind of argued back. Yeah. And that I thought that was the only way to, you know, stick up for myself and my community. And I think a lot of young queer people may feel that where for the longest time you're quieting yourself or staying in the closet. So when you come out, you want to be so loud and proud and anyone who's disagreeing with that, you want to fight them on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know that feeling and I was the person that was at the pride parade. And if someone was there with a sign, I'd tell them off or I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you or whatever it may be. And now I know it's okay to just keep walking. Mm -hmm. And that is really important to remember because you want to stay safe and you want to keep those around you safe. And during this training, they talk about a lot of ways to deal with street harassment, whether it's happening to yourself or if you're a bystander where you can help protect that person that it does not have to do with engaging with the individual that is harassing. Yeah. Um, which I think is so important because a lot of people think of dealing with those situations as kind of one note. Like there's only one way to yeah. help or stand up for yourself or other people. And that's just not the case. So I think it's really important that we utilize the tools we have, like these free online trainings and, you know, just checking in with friends and making a plan when you go to pride, you know, making sure your phones are charged, making sure you have a meetup place, making sure that you understand like, Hey, we're all leaving together. We're all going together. We're all leaving together. Um, and also making a plan in regards to, um, people that may disagree with you. Like, Talk to your friends and say, hey, listen, if we see someone like this, we're just going to keep walking. Yeah. Like, we're not going to engage with them. No. Also, like, I think more than, not ever, obviously, but mm-hmm. in in my lifetime, more yes. than ever, the most important way to fight back mm-hmm. against these people is to support our own community. Absolutely, yeah. Because... Like we are all feeling this increased pressure Mm -hmm. and stress and heartbreak and all these things Mm -hmm. that we've been forced against. Yeah. And 
more than ever, like we have to support ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we have to support each other. Yeah. Like a strong supported community is the best community. Totally. And it's like at times like this, we don't need fucking infighting. We need all the gays and lesbians yeah. to like realize that we have so many issues like this, this podcast. Mm-hmm. We have so many issues that bind us yeah. as queer people. Yes. And that's so important to yeah. focus on that and like just uplift each other. Like if you see yeah. somebody at a pride event, welcome them totally like that's it's it's our time to do that so i think that's really what we need to that's a good reminder for sure yeah yeah like strength in numbers and just like i said before like you know tip your local performers um support people that are putting on safe spaces for queer folks Uh, you know donate if you can to queer organizations buy your pride merch from queer people that are selling it not Mm -hmm. these big box stores and try and remember that pride is about supporting one another Mm -hmm. and that there are people out there that are doing what they can in a big way when it comes to all these fucking new things that are getting passed bills that are getting passed in the States that are actually going to make a change. So if you can support the groups that are doing that, it's Mm -hmm. much more valuable than like having a one-on-one argument with a family member or someone at a pride. Totally. You know? Yeah. Um, in fact, like, especially if you're a young queer person, I just don't want you to get in a position where you're putting yourself in danger. Yeah. Like an organized, motivated community is so strong. Yes. And that's where our power lies. Mm -hmm. And that's how we make real change. And it's okay if you're not feeling safe to just go home. Absolutely. That's totally fine. Yeah. And also like, you can tell people that you don't feel safe. Fucking like hug your friends this pride. Totally. Give your friends up. We could all use it. We could all use a fucking hug this pride. Because I don't know about you, but I think for me, I am just feeling a resurgence in my internalized homophobia, inner child spiral. For sure. And I have done so much work on that and I have gone to therapy for years and I am just feeling this heaviness and this awareness that I haven't felt in so, so long that certain people hate me and it is bringing me back to like a really dark place. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I was in the closet, that's how I thought the world would be. And then when I came out, I felt mostly very welcomed and warm and that felt great. So then I unpacked those feelings and then now it's kind of like validating that fear that I had when I was in the closet that like there was going to be people out there that really hated me and it really sucks to feel that way. And I know a lot of people are dealing with it on an even more intense level with their family members feeling validated in their homophobia and transphobia Yeah, and their inner network feeling that way. Like I cannot imagine being in some of these locations where your own family members or so-called friends are voting for the types of people that are taking your rights away. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, so just know that you do, there are people out there that, love and support you and this community is here for you and i really just love this i can explain community i feel like everyone is just really wonderful and supportive of each other um and you know our dms are always open if you need to vent yeah and like like always this is coming from two white people feeling unsafe totally two cis white people Mm -hmm. so make sure when you're supporting the community you're supporting the trans and marginalized members of our community even more so because it is far more dangerous for them right now but on a lighter note Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) to end it all Mm -hmm. pride is still so important yeah and all about Finding queer joy. Yes. So when you You deserve queer joy, you deserve it. We all deserve it as a community. We need it. Yeah. So in those moments of safety and happiness, yeah, experience that. Live it up. And if that means something small to you, Mm -hmm. like you said, if that means having a little barbecue or having people over to yours, having like more personal pride or going out and you know being loud and out. Whatever it means, whatever to feels you, good, fucking follow that yeah, this year absolutely. because, like, that's so important. Yeah, and um, I will, as always, be sending out a little pride guide, which is fun. And I'm going to be really making sure that I put an emphasis on 
spaces that I feel like are really like safe and cozy and giving options that aren't just big parties because I think it's really cool that people are creating smaller spaces. I recently made a little group. There's a new feature on Instagram called groups. I know I keep getting added to them and I'm like, what is happening? I know it's really weird because I can't really figure out what it it is, but I made one called Sapphic Vancouver. And so people can just post if there's like a local thing. And so it's, yeah, I didn't really understand it at first, but basically how it works is I just make the group, but anyone in the group can post it. I have to approve the post, Okay. but like anyone can make a post. Oh, so it's like an Instagram page. Yeah. That anyone can post to um Facebook marketplace (laughs) yeah literally so this one I made with the intention of like if you are doing a meetup or a gathering or an event you can post it if as so long as it's either sapphic centered or with sapphics in mind and it's so cute there's one sapphic there one we just need one (laughs) yeah it's so cute because the first five events are so different oh like there was there's been a club event there's been a comedy night there's been a a person that just wants to do their um uh, it's not salsa. It's another type of dance, but another oh, type of dance. I was like guacamole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going right to food. I was like, I know the one. I know exactly what you're. It's the guac. It's the guac. It's the guac. Um, they're Sapphic like a ballroom class? dance teacher. Oh, um, so they're doing free queer classes. That's fun. So like, and totally free, and also because obviously in ballroom usually there's like the man in the woman's position. So this is all about like creating, um, a way to, that you can be in any position you can lead, you cannot lead no matter what your identity is. Um, there's a meetup that someone just posted today for speed friending. So they're just what the f- instead of speed speed dating. Oh, so they're hosting it in a park. <laughs> I was like, You're just two really fast friends. <laughs> yeah, and it's by donation for a queer organization, and they're just gonna host it in a park, and they're just gonna oh, do yeah. like a little speed dating, but for platonic friendship. So like, I this uh, this group's only been up for a I'd week, be so and bad at that. all these different like, people I'm are in love with it. all of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I want to fuck everyone yeah. here. I'm like, we're just gonna be friends. <laughs> Wink, wink. <laughs> you know there's people going there with that in mind. Oh, absolutely. Sapphics? Oh, they're all dating <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah, they're all, just, they're moving in. It's just a big fuck pile. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's so much need for like spaces that aren't just necessarily totally. huge big party events. So it's been cool to see that. And uh, yeah, just give yourself a hug out there. It's It feels heavy this year and it sucks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough out there. And also like validate any shit you're going through with that because I don't want you to feel like you're being like soft or sensitive, which also is okay to be, um, by feeling a certain way this pride season, because it's fucking hard. Every time I pick up my phone or open my laptop or turn on the TV, there's people outwardly saying that they fucking hate who I am. Yeah. And that's the case for every queer person. (laughs) (laughs) So imagine how I feel as a fucking lesbian. (laughs) That's just the local news here. (laughs) Wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate us five stars and five stars only follow us on Instagram at I can explain podcast and personally at Sean.lusk and at Brianne Williamson. Join my text list. It's linked to my bio. And until next time, win a Corolla at Sean's meetup. And until next time, we will see you around the the neighborhood. neighborhood.